Hello and welcome to the IQ Insignium Quarterly Audible. For your convenience, here is an engaging reading of one of our most popular articles. Hi, my name is Ashley Tappan, and I'm a consultant at Insignium. This is our post-pandemic 2021 survey implications debrief. You can find the survey findings summary in our Audible library. As the five shifts make clear, the way in which people think about work and life has changed significantly. These changes translate into behaviors, mindsets, and actions at work. How can executives and leaders respond to the new ways that work occurs for their employees? What are the implications of the shifts for organizations and leaders? The challenge for management is to understand these shifts and seize them as an opportunity to provide environments that allow people to bring the best of themselves to work. The optimal environment is not what it was just 12 months ago, and what motivates people has likely shifted as well. If managers can understand how people have changed, They can create conditions that allow people to thrive at work and bring their best to this new world. Here are the five implications that leaders and organizations should take seriously as they lead their people into the future. Implication number one. People no longer feel they have to put up with inflexible work environments. According to Pew Research Center, only one in five individuals worked from home before the pandemic. By the end of last year, 71% were doing their job remotely, and more than half wanted to stay that way after the pandemic ends. Our research aligns with these findings and expands on them. Half of respondents mentioned a desire for more flexible working conditions in response to the question, How will your organization need to change to adapt to the post-pandemic you? Put simply, people expect flexibility in their work. In part, this translates into a desire for remote work options. Individuals want the choice to work from anywhere, at least part of the time, even after the pandemic. For employers, remote options allow them to cast a wider net in seeking talent. No longer limited to potential employees who live near an office, organizations will find themselves with a deeper and more diverse talent pool. Indeed, some companies realized this before the pandemic and benefited from that flexibility. Ostensibly, organizations now need to consider the implications of hybrid models in which individuals have the choice to return to the office or continue remotely. If not implemented intentionally, these models may create disconnect and inequality between remote and on-site workers. The solution will differ for each organization's unique circumstances. For example, some may find it beneficial to use technology, for example, 360-degree cameras, that allow remote individuals to feel as if they are in the room. Others may institute days of the week when everyone reports to the office. Whatever the case, the approach must be intentional. One C-suite executive captured this concern. The hybrid model scares me. With a 50-50, 
who comes back to the office? There will be productivity loss with all of us working from home. That's one thing. But hybrid will be different. We have tough decisions to make on this, especially in our small offices, which will likely stay closed since we have learned where we don't need a physical presence. Single people have a social network that is often through work, and that's being tested as well. In the UK, they're in full lockdown. I don't have that here. We're not all under the same rules, so how do we do this? More importantly, flexibility isn't solely about working from home. The pandemic necessitated a more fluid approach to work. Managing a crisis, leaders could no longer centralize all decisions or supervise work as closely as they did before. As long as they continued to deliver, people were given more freedom in how they completed their work and in making decisions. Many found they enjoyed newfound flexibility and autonomy on both sides. Individuals now expect their employers to trust them to get things done, micromanage less, and allow them independence. Another way organizations can achieve flexibility is by applying design thinking principles to the new employee experience. Previously, people may have accepted rigid or inconvenient work conditions, but they now expect more from the user experience of work. Leaders and organizations might engage in intentionally using human-centered design to ask what can we do so people feel their work works for them and not the other way around. In some cases, this will come down to culture. The practices, norms, and values that make for a better employee experience will differ for each company. Ultimately, Organizations that want to maintain high engagement and productivity must create an experience of work that aligns with people's newfound priorities. 50% said organizations need to adapt by providing more flexible post-pandemic working conditions. Implication number two, people want managers, leaders, and organizations that genuinely care about them. The pandemic brought our humanity to the forefront. Very quickly, it became apparent when leaders and organizations cared about their people and when they didn't. Some checked in, gave time off when needed, and offered necessary support and resources. Others made it clear that the organization's needs mattered more than well-being. Previously, people may have tolerated indifferent leaders. But the pandemic created a new variable in assessing one's organization. People who now see themselves as one whole person, and not two, albeit artificially, bracketed selves, want to be treated like human beings at work rather than worker machines. It is notable that individuals who continued to report in person throughout the pandemic were especially emphatic about the importance of feeling cared for. Caring leaders are no longer nice to have. They're an expectation. The implications for organizations are tangible, ranging from talent retention to productivity. For instance, between two job offers, individuals will consider more than salary, title, and advancement opportunities. They'll pay attention to which employer shows greater caring, who recognizes their whole self, including their needs and demands outside of work. 
And once they're on the job, individuals who work for caring leaders will be more engaged. They will bring the best of themselves to their work, their colleagues, and their teams, and ultimately they will produce better results. Implication number three. Uncertainty about the future creates anxiety and possibility. The realization that anything can change has precipitated two implications. First, leaders and organizations should know that their people are braced for the next pandemic. There is an undercurrent of anxiety about what will turn our lives upside down next. And just as the generation who lived through the Great Depression kept cash in their mattresses, we too have developed anxious mindsets and behaviors after living through uncertainty. Some of these mindsets and behaviors are superficial, stocks of sanitizer, masks, or canned goods, for example, but others run deeper. Fundamentally, people feel less secure in their jobs and careers. And when people feel their most basic needs aren't secure, it is impossible for them to be fully present at work. Leaders must recognize this anxiety, which may remain mostly unspoken, and do what they can to allay it. For some, this may necessitate greater transparency, updates even when there's no news. And for others, this may mean increased contingency planning and sharing these plans with employees. Others might deploy surveys to uncover specific concerns. The right response will be different for every organization. What is most important is that leaders don't pretend anxiety isn't there or try to sweep uncertainty under the rug. The second implication is more positive. For some, the loss of certainty has created an appetite for possibility. It means that the status quo is no longer realistic or valid. In other words, tomorrow doesn't have to be the same as today, and that can be a good thing. Leaders can leverage this as an opportunity to drive change and innovation. By framing uncertainty as an opportunity for positive growth, Rather than something scary to be avoided, they can help people embrace change and the new future ahead. Leaders should pay attention to the words they use when they communicate about change and model a mindset that embraces possibility. Implication number four. Faraway events are not going to feel that far away, and people care about their own impact on the world. In years past, we might have scrolled past news that we felt didn't concern us, say, for example, a novel virus in Wuhan, China. This is no longer the case. From the global scope of the pandemic to events such as the murder of George Floyd, the past year has made the world feel smaller. People feel they cannot ignore what's going on around them, and they have looked inward, too, and reflected on their own and their organization's impact on society. Leaders must clarify their organization's values and purpose and determine how to align them with those of their people. By getting clear on what is important to their organizations and employees, leaders can act with greater commitment and intentionality. And when people feel that their values align with those of their organizations, they are more engaged which in turn produces greater business outcomes for shareholders. 
Implication number five, being real matters. When crisis struck, leaders were thrust into positions of greater visibility. Their people turned to them for guidance through uncertainty and destabilizing times. Personal facades were stripped away. Individuals could tell when leaders were being real and when they were sugarcoating things, hiding the truth, or otherwise acting without authenticity. Those who rose to the occasion made a difference for those they led. As one director put it, in times of adversity, true character shows through. People have come to expect authenticity, a quality that is distinct from empathy from their leaders. Empathy is about understanding what others are feeling. Authenticity is acting on that knowledge. People want leaders who tell them the truth even if it's hard to swallow. They want leaders who are real, who say, I feel this uncertainty too. I acknowledge that this is really hard. I will share information with you as soon as I have it, and I will do everything I can to make sure we get through this together. In doing so, leaders give people a sense of stability, resilience, and faith in an uncertain world. The new future is here, and the actions people take in it are the perfect actions for how they view the world. Leaders and organizations must recognize that the pandemic has irrevocably changed the way their people see things. If they want to maintain a competitive advantage and retain talent, they must act accordingly. We identified five shifts in the way people view the world. One, my life takes precedence over my work. The latter will not displace the former again. Two, the illusion of two selves, work and home, has been shattered. I am a single, whole, integrated person. Three, I see that in an instant anything can change. Four, I know now that leadership can be found anywhere and in anyone, including myself. Five, I am inextricably connected to others around the globe. And five implications that leaders must recognize and respond to. One, inflexible work environments are a thing of the past. Two, and so are leaders, managers, and organizations that don't care for their people. Three, uncertainty has given rise to anxiety and to an appetite for positive change. Four, the world feels smaller and people care about their own impact on it. Five, authenticity matters. As the crisis recedes, an opportunity has arrived. Actions today should be taken with the future in mind. Exactly how leaders and organizations respond to this new future will depend on their circumstances. But it's clear if they act swiftly and decisively, They can leverage this moment of distortion. Armed with insight, leaders and organizations can address unseen influences and create new environments, processes, practices, and structures that will allow their people to bring the best of themselves to work. In doing so, they will create the future of their organizations. Over 30 years ago, Insignium pioneered the field of organizational transformation. 
and is a trusted partner to senior executives of the world's best-run companies. For more IQ Audibles, please continue to our library in the episodes page of your podcast tool of choice. To continue the conversation, contact us at iqaudible at insignium.com.